All right, so today we're talking about carbohydrates, the main problem with carbohydrates. So I'm starting my prep right now, which means a lot of my focus has shifted away from training and more towards nutrition because it becomes more important. Um, and what I run right now is that combination of fixed meals um, that are already prepped and then about 20% are flexible macronutrients I can use for whatever that I want throughout the day. Um, so this is a good system that works for me, but I know it doesn't work necessarily for anybody. Um, and a lot of people struggle because there's a lot of different information out there. They don't know what to listen to. When someone's saying, you know, fat causes heart issues or sugar is as addictive as a cocaine, people are putting sticks of butter in their coffee, you know, intermittent fasting, when should you eat, when shouldn't you eat, how much you should eat when you're supposed to eat. Um, you know, there's three magic numbers you got to keep track of for your macros. Hit them and you'll be shredded. Um, you know, what the fuck are exogenous ketones? You know, no one knows. So that confusion turns off a lot of people from the idea of dieting altogether, and they kind of give up. So I'm a big proponent of using whatever diet system works best for your lifestyle. But there are things that people need to be cleared up on, especially people who are more sedentary and less fitness-oriented, which is the majority of the population. So number one, protein is important. So you need it to build muscle, you need it to make enzymes and hormones which are vital for life. Fat is important. Fats are a messenger and they're involved in hormone transport and synthesis. Fats also provide a source of energy, obviously, that's primarily used throughout the day as you sit at your desk or in class. So you're not burning carbs when you're sitting around doing nothing every day, you're burning fat, right? You can hook anyone up to an RER machine, it's something we use when we do, say like a VO2 max test, and you can watch how the percentage shifts from carbohydrates or sorry, from fats to carbohydrates and then back to fats again, depending on the intensity, right? So it's dependent upon the intensity. And for the majority of your day, you're functioning at a low intensity, too low to really be tapping into glycolysis, especially if you live a sedentary life. So carbs are also important, especially for athletic population. Um, glycolysis is probably used as a moderately high to high intensity fuel source, which provides energy you need when you're working out, running, biking, etc. Um, but beyond this function, they provide a little less value than proteins and fats. They're not structural, they don't do a lot of transport or anything like that. So they don't have a limited use beyond high to moderate intensity exercise. Um, so if you're not performing moderately high to high intensity exercise or training on an almost daily basis, you do not need to be consuming nearly as many carbs as you are most likely because they're such a cheap and easy source of food. Um, and this is the case for the majority of the US population. So like I said, they're cheap, they're fast, they're not very satiating. Um, there's a lot of foods that are like 100% carbohydrates, which is an issue. And it also makes it easier to cut out carbohydrates when you are trying to limit maybe that fat gain or you're trying to lose some weight. It's pretty easy to cut out you know, cereal, breads, pastas, because you don't have to worry about the fats or the proteins because it's pretty much 100% carbohydrates. Um, so that's the first problem with these nutrition recommendations, especially from like the government, the FDA, whoever gives these nutrition recommendations, they advocate for a level of carbohydrates that are much, much greater than the average American would utilize on a daily basis. Um, which leads to a compounding problem of weight gain and it's kind of an endless cycle. Um, so imagine if that's what happens when you follow the guidelines, imagine what happens to the majority of people who don't even bother to follow the government issued guidelines on nutrition, right? They're way overeating um, carbohydrates. Um, so, you know, I'm not pro-fat, anti-carb, pro-carb, anti-fat, blah, blah, blah. But here's a punchline. So you need to be consuming a number of carbohydrates that is proportional to the amount of in high-intensity exercise you are performing. Michael Phelps can eat 700 grams of carbs a day because he uses 
700 grams to fuel his body because he's in the pool all fucking day. The average person who does who goes to the gym and trains at a low intensity on a treadmill for 35 minutes three times a week does not justify eating that many carbohydrates, right? They should be eating significantly, significantly less, especially if they're only training three times a day, right? It's a, it's a cumulative thing. Um, macronutrients, they don't automatically reset at midnight every night. It kind of depends on what you eat the days before and the days after. Um, so that's why carbohydrate intake should vary on a daily basis. You know, have a kick-ass workout, eat more carbs, refuel your body recovery. You need to take an off day, it's not a big deal, just cut the carbs because you don't need to be eating them because you have no reason to burn them. Um, if anyone, if everyone could learn this concept of moderation, listen to their bodies, and only give your body your fuel when it needs it, we'd be a much healthier society as a whole. So that's what I've got on that topic. You can find that on Medium, Facebook, or my website, BrianCarlsonFitness.com, and I'll see you guys next time.